Currently 61 degrees in Appomattox, 60 in Amherst, Salem, and Roanoke, 62 in Danville, 60 in Lynchburg, and 61 in Bedford. It's like 90 degrees over the weekend, you know, just just to let you know. It was sunny in 72 where I was, and, <laughs> and I got to wear it. my cute fall outfits, and it was great, and I loved it so very much. <laughs> Yeah, it was a. It rained cats and dogs here. Right. But where we were in Abingdon, gorgeous, perfect yeah. fall weather. So per- it was perfect day in Coco Cay. Started with a little bit of overcast and and a little bit of rain. Not bad. Just a heavy sprinkle. Then it evened out. So we did get our sun on on that. They they had quite a bit of rain uh, in this area. Did you? On, okay. On Saturday, yeah. Matt oh. even came in on Friday. And oh wow. Kinda, track the storm a little bit and, okay. and kind of let this us know. The, the, like what was the outer yeah. part of that storm yeah we oh, got okay. we just kind of got a little band of it okay uh and i think it was raining pretty good all day on on saturday and yeah. got pretty chilly hmm. hey we've got uh josh joshua pratt on the line um he is here to he's from all nations uh community church did i get that right hello yes okay good morning hi yes. good morning, good morning. Good morning. You sent me some information about um, Patriot Academy and learning Bible, uh, biblical citizenship. Uh, it's some classes that you guys are going to be doing starting on Monday, October the second. Let's uh, let's unpack that a little bit and talk about what this is. Well, yes. Thanks so much. Good morning, Mark. Glad you're back. Yeah, good to be uh, back, hey, Josh. You guys were just talking about the. We're so glad to have you back. Uh, talking about the weather being great you know fall is really a great time it's been so beautiful here and i just want to give a shout out to the flames and their 4-0 season right I know. now yeah go flames right right mm-hmm. uh, biblical uh, biblical citizenship uh so patriot academy has put together this incredible program it's an eight-week program and we're going to be hosting it at all nations community church on mondays at 6 p.m and what what this uh, course is, what this class is, is it, it allows Christians to come together and learn some of these basic principles that have pretty much been forgotten and are not taught uh, in our public education system today. You know, throughout our history, American pastors and churches have played a vital role in establishing and preserving our religious and civil liberties. Right. I mean, we are called to be salt and light, mm-hmm. and that requires knowledge and knowledge of the culture as well. So what Biblical Citizenship through Patriot Academy is attempting to do is to bring Biblical citizens this knowledge of Biblical principles and how to apply them to the world around us. Because, you know, there's absolutely nothing that you can go through in your life that isn't addressed in, in God's Word. It, it's a, you've got to look for it, but it is there, and it is addressed. Um, if And if you... If you want true answers, that's where you need to go. But we're not doing that anymore, are we? Uh, well, the the pulpits. If we if we want to talk about not doing it anymore, if we were to go back to the founding of our nation, it was the pulpits that were aflame with the truth and the righteousness right. of the gospel of Jesus Christ that brought about the revolution, what we call the revolution today, which was in in very much essence, we are people created in the image of God, and you, government or king, have no right to rule over us, for our king is God. God is our king and our father. And that they used their pulpits to encourage the people to do what was right in the eyes of God. 
and therefore they created the Declaration of Independence, and we broke free. And unfortunately, you know, our, our, our mother England pushed back, and we had to have a long and bloody war to bring about the freedoms and to get to the point where our Constitution was created that instilled uh, in government its duty to protect our rights. Well, that, today, do, can you honestly say that government is protecting our rights, right. the rights that have been given to us by God? Right. I, 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 can, I cannot honestly say that 100% of my rights are being protected by, by government, and that is the duty of government. Josh, can right? you... Can and you on this court... Yeah. I want you just, if you can, because I know you're, you're really up on the history, can you kind of unpack... We, we talk about the Constitution all, all the time, but the surrounding circumstances around that Constitution, I think a lot of times gets lost. What what you just spoke of, how we broke away, and that we weren't going to allow this kind of oppressive government happen again, although we believe that we're under. Mark Levin used to call it soft tyranny. Now he just says it's straight-out tyranny. Uh, the, so at the, at the time of the founding of our nation, when and you know, to me, there's founding fathers and there's framing fathers. Our founding fathers are those early pastors and men of God. Like for example, in 1607, when when the the, the first landing, which we have at Virginia Beach, that first landing, they they took a cross and they they stuck it in the ground and they claimed this land for Christ. Those were the those are the types of founding fathers, and it was the Christian beliefs. That, that we are all created equal and that we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. And of these is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that when these rights are violated, that when government comes against the people and tries to take away these rights, we have a duty and we have the purpose sold out, laid out in Scripture that we are to push back, that we are not to accept this, that we are to engage the culture with biblical knowledge and compassion and love to restore our government that was founded for the purpose of protecting our rights. Our, our founding fathers, our framing fathers, you know, I mean, think about where we live. We live in Lynchburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, the home of the Constitution is right here in our state. The Declaration of Independence is right here in our state. Madison, is his home is, is what, 80 miles north of us? Mm-hmm. We, got, we got Monticello, Jefferson's home. Mount Vernon, Washington's home, Patrick Henry's home is south of us. I mean, we have an incredible rich history just in where we live here. And, it, and, and so our, our goal with Patriot Academy is, is to bring about a, a captivating type of presentation. Most of this is filmed in Independence Hall, um, where, you know, our, our Constitution was framed. Um, and there's... Uh, there's, uh, if you're familiar with David, Dr. David Barton, yes, he, I am. his research, his understanding, mm-hmm. wall, belt, wall builders, wall builders is, yeah. is, the source, mm-hmm, is the source material uh, for all of this. Um, and, and this is especially designed for churches like ours, All Nations Community Church, to deliver, to deliver this to people. I mean, it's, it's really easy for us to use. We've, there's workbooks that, that you can get at the, at the, at the classes. It's a video series. It's engaging. Uh, it's fun. Uh, so it's eight weeks long, and um, uh, we we want to invite everyone that uh, is a believer, and we want to even invite non-believers to come and join us and see this history because this is not something that is 
taught today. It, mm-hmm. it, it is these principles were taught in our nation, and up to you know up to 1963, we had the we had prayer and we had Bible in the classroom. It is that is the founding document of our nation. It's the Holy Scriptures, and that has been systematically removed. You know, right. here's one of the things that most people might not know about our history. In the Supreme Court, where where the justices sit. If you were to sit at their seat and look out over the the audience, right, the the court, and look up above the court, chiseled into the granite up above them is the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Now, why would, if there was a separation of church and state, why would the Ten Commandments be chiseled up above where where the justices, when they look up when they're giving their ruling, would see the Ten Commandments? Well, that has now been covered over with drapery. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you, you, you see that, that over the past 100, 130 years in our country, this systematic dismantling of our Christian basis for who we are as a nation. Our, it, is, it has been said that our Christian nation, although our system of government, a constitutional republic, cannot exist unless there is a moral people. And that morality is based in Christianity. There is, there is no other morality in the world that is like Christianity. And therefore, if you were to take Christianity out of our system, a constitutional republic, the constitutional republic will collapse. Yeah. And we are seeing that step by step be removed from education, being removed from medicine, being removed from law. Let me give you an example. We've got a justice sitting on the Supreme Court now that can't define what a woman is. Right. Are you kidding me? Really? How did we get to this place? So, so, so is in, this, in this recommended course, for uh, just adults, this uh, 18 and older? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. We, we would like young, responsible uh, adults, uh, adolescents, to join us. Um, we, we do not provide child care for this. Uh, but, however, if you would like to join, if you'd like to participate in this, and you have children, and you would need some child care, just shoot me an email. The information is on the registration link, and we could make some arrangements. And to register, you would go to ANCCVA, which is All Nations Community Church, Virginia, ANCCVA.org, and you click on our events tab and scroll down to October 2nd, and you'll see the link right there. You click on that link, and it'll take you to the registration tab. It's easy. Registration is free. The workbooks are $20. We'll have them there for you on the first night of class. And it's open to anybody that would like to learn about our Christian history, learn about the more, our Christian moorings, learn about our biblical worldview to secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. Well, we have put the link up on our Facebook page so people can go there directly and access that link at the Morning Jam. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Josh. We really appreciate it, and I hope every class is filled to the brim. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Love your show. Mark, glad you're back safe and sound. And uh, Janet, God bless you for all that you are doing, both of you. We love you very much. All Nations Community Church, we meet at 930 on Sunday mornings on Oakley down by City Stadium. Love you all. God Thanks, bless you. Thanks, Josh. Have Thank you, Josh. Day. It is uh, 717. I'm going to um, talk about how the honored guests of our 50-year anniversary didn't almost make it to their own cruise here coming up out of the break. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 
Radio The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Well, my sister-in-law, Cindy, almost didn't make it. You're right. To the love boat. Yeah, we shared a little bit about that yesterday. So... There is a major text going on between everyone that's going on this cruise that doesn't, you know, you know, that that Cindy and Doug don't know about. So the, I was uh, informed on Friday morning, very early from my niece, that my sister-in-law had put two patches, these patches that keep you from, you know, getting seasick. You know, the patches where they say only use one patch. Right. Those patches. She thought she had put two patches on the last time. And then she does um, oh the thing that helps you sleep. Um, Ambien. Ambien. Oh wow! So she took <laughs> had two patches on the on Thursday. And Ambien will make you crazy, right? Like if somebody wakes you up after you've had an Ambien, mm-hmm. you do some. I almost stole a lamp once. Well, just saying. No thievery going on, but some hallucinations going on. My sister-in-law thought she saw her two dogs well at, i thought it was my landmark in, in the <laughs> in the hotel <laughs> so she was totally delirious did yeah. not sleep a wink thursday night neither did my brother matter of fact i think she got up once and fell bruised her arm so of course their daughter's a you know she's a full-blown doctor sure so they don't call her until 6 a.m on friday well i get the call shortly thereafter that you know mom's really sick well they're in the hotel next to us Right. I said, look, but they're not supposed to know that we'll blow our cover. Kara will go over and, and you know, because like my my niece, she's not driving. Her husband's driving the car and she's trying to triage, telling my brother what to do and get her to do this. What happens when she does that and all this kind Take of stuff. Take the patches off. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the first thing they did and then scrubbed her you know, ears and stuff. And but it, you know, it was in her system. And, um, you know, Jamie was uh, an hour and a half away. And her, one of her colleagues that uh, she went to school with, they have study buddies. And this study buddy, her name's Rocky. She's a delightful lady. Uh, was maybe going to get there before Jamie. And we were going to let Rocky blow her cover and that kind of thing. So my brother Doug goes, why is Rocky going to be here? And she goes, well, she's going on the cruise. Why is she going on the cruise? So that, but there was so much chaos. They didn't even pay attention. Pick, yeah, pick, They, they were just hoping to make the cruise. Right. They weren't even picking up on the fact that Rocky was going to be there because Rocky, you know, Cindy was like a mom to Rocky during all those years and they remained close. So anyway, um, we're literally two hours uh, before the, we're supposed to board the cruise, not knowing whether Cindy is even going to be able to get on the boat because they will not, if they sniff anything, that's arrived they're not going to let you get on that boat they don't want the liability right so uh we well and they don't want somebody who's ill getting on the boat right right either right right so you know we waited it out we i i inquired about a late um what was the latest they could get on the boat and it would still be okay so i sent that information back to jamie so they got on like within an hour of their scheduled time anyways and but Kara goes, my wife goes, you know, we have at least an hour because Cindy likes to get her room organized. Okay. Well, for some reason, Cindy didn't want to organize her room. Well, she wasn't herself. She wasn't herself. They were hungry. They hadn't eaten anything since the night afternoon before. Now we're talking like one o'clock, you know, in the afternoon the next day on Friday. So 
like I'm meeting people in shifts as they come on the boat. This is what happened. This is what's going on. We're going to probably do the reveal at dinner. So everybody's going, that's cool. That gives us like three hours just trying to avoid the sixth floor and all this kind of stuff. And my cousin gets on. I didn't know he was staying on the sixth floor. I need a flow chart. So my cousin runs into my, my niece's husband, and he is like way ahead of Doug and Cindy. He goes, Steve, you need to get going. They're right behind me. So Steve like scurries off to his room so he doesn't get seen because Steve and Doug, my brother, are the same age. So all this stuff's going on, and then all of a sudden, the group text gets a text from Jamie. Mom is insisting on going to the Windjammer. Everybody get to the Windjammer, but we're going to surprise them at the pool, which is right before the Windjammer. Like, you walk from the pool right into the Windjammer, which is the all-day buffet. There's a lot place. going on in the story. Yeah. So, um, so we all stage it, and we're all wearing the same color T-shirts. I was able to disperse the T-shirts flash to everybody. Flash mob. Yeah. A lamb flash mob. So we're all standing facing the Windjammer, and Cindy and Doug are walking up behind us. And, uh, and we were able to surprise them. And, you know, it was, it was fun. We, we had a great time. Cindy was almost fully herself by then, but you could tell. They hadn't slept all but night. But by the next day, she was... The next day, yeah. she was 100% Cindy. Oh, that's good. So, you know, I didn't want to, you know, play any tricks or anything because she was still seeing her dogs like an hour and a half before Beforehand. she got yeah, on the boat. probably good to let her adjust. <laughs> so, yeah. And then and, she wakes up on a cruise ship. So, there's a little so bit of that. So, it all, it all worked out. We had a great time. We saw some shows. You know, we saw the comedian. We went to the, the family-friendly version of course, the adult version of the same comedian was like at 1030. I was like, I'm going to be in bed. Yeah, by that's not going to happen. I'm going to be in bed by 10 o'clock. So maybe maybe the family friendly version just meant for those of you who go to bed at eight. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> may have been. That, but that's the only difference. Uh, we did have a listener text in wanting to know uh, if the TSA guy made any weird comments about your Reese's Cup thongs. Oh, I didn't have my my Reese cup thongs. I left back at the house. You did. I did bring not those. want. Yeah, just in case. You have to think forward. You, you do. Like, like just in case TSA opens up my right. luggage. You, know? you don't want it to be you know, like embarrassing. But he had to wait through my anything. dirty underwear to get you know, to these little hooks. I I always I just am so uneasy about that. Right. It's just so. Ugh. First of all, I wouldn't want to be a TSA person because right. heaven knows what you're going to find. Well, I did roll every, everything up just to make it com- right. compact. Well, I usually put my dirty laundry in a like in a separate bag, right? And I'll, I'll put it down in there, right? But well, we choo- maybe then they can just feel it and they don't have to like go through it. We Blech. chose that particular suitcase just for dirty clothes, and oh, you know, okay. so I rolled them all up <laughs> to make it all nice and tight so it would close up and everything. But. Oh man yeah so yeah, you uh, have fun with that TSA. but just the just the outfits like okay there was three asian guys and they were probably in their late 20s early 30s three asian guys walking down promenade you know where all the little stores and shops are mm-hmm. looked like they had peeled off the paint job of the uh, partridge family bus oh. and that was their pants and shirt matched Oh, so it was odd looking. Like the pants and the they were the exact yeah, yeah, same, same print. Same exact same print. Were and they it like like the Partridge Family bus? If you were remember, they, were they? Oh, I remember. There's no, a lot of colors. I think going these on guys there. were straight, from what I could tell. Well, no, I meant was there like some like musical the, group we oh, were aware no, of? No, but there was like there was like that was a fashion choice. There was a bridal group, pre-wedding bridal group that okay. was on the ship, and you knew. When they were coming, 
because they all... They all had matching t-shirts? Well, okay, like the girl who's <laughs> apparently the bride... I'm assuming a virgin. Anyway, she's wearing the <laughs> big assumption. These she's days. wearing like a bikini bottom with the sheer thing that comes above her knees. It's got it's white and it's got white little dots all over it, you know. Okay. And she's got a bikini top. And then some of her girls wore the same thing but black, you know. Okay. But one oh, night, oh, this was very orchestrated. Oh, they, they were very even on Coco, even on uh, Coco, Coco K. Yeah, Coco. because you walk through this tunnel of the way they've cut through the brush. It's really cool. Um, they were just about to enter the tunnel. I said, "Honey, we got to get around these people because they're jabba 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 jab, you know, Kath, chatty Kathy the whole time." Right. And so we managed to, to get in front of them before we went into the tunnel. And uh, but they were all dressed, you know, in these whatever outfits. I don't, I don't understand. My uh, daughter-in-law has a friend that's getting married now. I've never seen so many parties. There's a pre-party, and then there's the pre-party to the party party, and then right. there's a shower party, and then there's the shower, and then right. there's like the the bachelorette part. But there's the weekend uh, party before the bachelorette party right. trip. That it's very hot. There's a lot of drinking going on at all those parties. Well, I it, there's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It would be very expensive to be a bridesmaid these days. Yeah. Don't know that I would be able to afford that. The last night that we saw them, they were all wearing black oh. gowns, but they were all variations of different gowns, some more revealing than others. Oh, wow. So they spent a ton of money on clothes. Can you imagine what they're spending on the wedding? Oh, I can't. Yeah, this is one of those big, big wooden. WDBJ7's on the way with your local and regional headlines coming up. And currently 61 degrees in the uh, Lynchburg area. Uh, Bedford has 61, as does Roanoke and Salem. 62 in Danville, 60 in Amherst, and in Appomattox. I'm wearing shorts today and a Hawaiian shirt just in honor of of the trip I just came off. Just basking in the glow of Um, cruise number 47. Yeah. Got it. You know what? I barely went out. I mean, uh, Coco Cay, we were out in the sun that day, but. You know, we stayed on the boat when we got to Nassau. It was, although we did find out that all the construction that we saw back in February when we were on that cruise, um, there was a lot of construction going on that a lot of that was finished. Mm-hmm. We just stayed on the boat, hung out. I took a nap, watched a little football. It was nice. Yeah. My wife said, did it's you? Great. It's good to be you. Well, it was good to be me on Sunday, although I did hurt my back a little bit on Saturday at Coco Cay with the my fun, nieces. The fun uh, sprained your back. Yeah, the fun Aww. strained my back. I was with my Gosh. seven and eight-year-old nieces, the mojito. children. That mojito uh, was really heavy. Well, that was that was post-mojito that hurt, oh, hurt my back. Right, gotcha. It wasn't because I was lifting the mojito. Got but, it. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> he, said, he said he only had one. What he didn't tell you was it was, you know, like the big gulp of mojitos. So there's that. Something like that. Uh, the Alliance Group <laughs> PR firm has released a video statement on behalf of Lynchburg gynecologist uh, Dr. Louis Dabney. Uh, Some of the statement read as follows, quote, over the past few weeks, Dr. Louis Dabney has been the subject of many false and defamatory accusations on social media, which has prompted equally misleading news stories about him. As a result, Dr. Dabney and his family has had insults, verbal attacks, and other threats leveled against them. Although no criminal charges or civil claims have been filed against Dr. Dabney, he felt compelled to respond to some of the misstatements and clear the air about his medical practice. Uh, the article goes on to say that um, that on September the 14th, uh, their Lynchburg Gynecology did post that he had resigned mm-hmm. from 
his position. Um, also, it is uh, probably bears noting that on July 18th, the Virginia Department of Health Professions did confirm that they have assigned Dr. Dabney's case to an investigator. Uh, and they say when the investigation is complete, it will be forwarded to the relevant health regulatory board for review. Uh, all of this information is available online. So that story okay. continues to unfold yeah. there. Interesting dates there. July, yes. yeah. which is way before the story broke. Yeah. So, so, so while nothing was said yet, that doesn't mean that won't be forthcoming. Uh, they also right. did point out that there were uh, female nurses in in the examination room, as there has to be, which was part of the problem that these young women, because I talked to some of them, um, uh, you know, and and interviewed them. Sure. Uh, not on the air. They weren't ready to do that. But, mm-hmm. uh, and that was part of, of what they found so upsetting mm-hmm. was that there did seem to be some complacency. Right. Um, and, and even had some of the, the nurses say, well, you know, he's going to hurt your feelings and he's going to be rude. And that's just the way he is. Uh, yeah. So that I don't mm. think that's the last we've heard of this story. No, we'll not see. at all. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing good. Back, yeah, uh, good, good to be back. Um, Before I talk about the budget, my brother just called me from Maine and he told me that Robert Kennedy Jr. is possibly going to run the Libertarian candidate. That's going to have some serious implications uh, for Biden, uh, I think. Um, and that's a dynamic that I didn't... I, I thought it might happen, but that's a very real possibility. Seems like, from what I read just a few months ago, but uh, anyway, the budget deal, I don't want anybody going to they can account for every single penny, um, and you shouldn't be sending money to Ukraine. You shouldn't be sending it to Hawaii to help those people. People we should be <clears throat> taking care of before Ukraine. And I think Zelensky's daughter just bought a multi-million-dollar house over in the south of France or something. Zelensky is a crook. And they're money laundering over there in Ukraine, and I do not like it. I was, I was listening to Dan Bongino, and he was talking about that yesterday. And uh, it's, Ukraine is a money laundering. Uh, it's, they're just using it to launder money. Look at Menendez. Everything he's doing, our two senators are probably doing here in Virginia. So I know that sounds like a populist message, but these guys are all crooks. Well, I, I would I, I thank you for the call, Alan. You keep breaking up. I don't know what's up with your phone. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad Menendez caught. I shared that earlier. He The guy's dirty. but the, And there's no telling what our own state you know, senators are doing. Oh, for sure. I, I don't think we'll know for a long time about, you know, really what's going on with the money that's being sent over there. We'll know. Maybe, maybe Janet's grandchildren will know. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe. uncover it by then. We can only hope. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. Hey, Mark and Janet. Dr. Harp here. Yes, Hi. sir. Hey, uh, you know, I've known Dr. Dabney for about 23 years, and we're really right around the corner for, from his office. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And and we've, uh, we've, we've uh, you know, referred a lot of, a lot of patients to him over the years. And, um, you know, we haven't, I have not seen anything um, outside of, you know, excellent care overall from him. And, you know, 
I've seen his, you know, many, many patients back that we've referred to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything he's done seems to be, you know, within the standards of uh, good medical care. And um, I think, you know, we've seen a lot of patients that have had surgery from him and all have had excellent results from the surgery she's done from our, you know, well, I don't think there's been any question that he's a a good doctor as far as, as his knowledge and his skill. I think the the problem comes with his lack of, of bedside manner and, uh, and, and some of the inappropriate things he said to some of these patients um, I mean, I, I did talk to these girls directly, and there, there's a right. lot of different women saying the same thing, and they've been saying it for decades, and that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, you know, you got to, this day and age, you know, in this day and age, you have to be, you know, with your communication skills and, you know, with patients, you have to be, you just have to be really, really careful and yeah. really, um, you know, really careful the way, with the way you communicate with patients. And, right. And uh, we try to, you know, we try to do that on a daily basis. And of course, and I'm sure you are, do. You you come across yeah. as someone who who would never make fun of someone because they had a, a an illness or laugh at their weight or, you know, it, it's yeah. But uh, but yeah, I've heard other people say that that especially with this, his specialty, that he's uh-huh. very good with right, some of right, the things that know. he does. Yeah, it's hard to know where the truth fully lies. Any any time you have something like this, right? Yeah, dif- difficult. You know, of course, the board of medicine they they they're there to investigate issues that patients have. You know, and mm-hmm. it's very common for doctors. To, it's very common for doctors to be looked at by the board of medicine for for issues from pa- you know that patients complain of. Um, well, and I think anybody can have an incident mm-hmm. that right. that can happen. Um, right. And heaven knows people are more sensitive now than they used to be, for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember um, I remember when we were, when, years ago, when I grew up in upstate New York, my mother would go to our little family doctor. And I remember one time that he said to my mom, he says, are you still married to that, that ugly, ugly man? <laughs> referring, referring to my father, you know. And All I was right. there and I heard him, I heard, I heard him say that. So, you know, years ago, they could kind of, you could, you could kind of say anything you wanted years ago, you know, because doctors were kind of gods in the 50s and 60s. Oh, you know? sure. But, yeah. And you certainly be, didn't question it. <laughs> no, but we got to, we got to be careful nowadays what we say. So that's, Absolutely. that's true. No yeah. But, uh, but I've seen, you know, we, we've probably sent, we probably sent a hundred or more patients over to his care and we, and they've all, I think gotten pretty good care. And really I haven't, and I haven't really heard any complaints from any of the, any of the women that have come back to me after they've seen Dr. Dabney mm-hmm. as far as their care. Hmm. Well, well, I, I guess I'm, time will tell. Allow, I, I have a pers- personal question for you. You know, I just sure, came Mark. off of a, a large container ship with thousands of people and i was in a uh, yeah. i was in a tin can tube at thirty thousand right. feet yeah. twice what should i be watching right. out for you know uh you know because they everybody was saying be careful you know and we did the hand sanding the whole nine yards sure. but what are what are those you hey you didn't you didn't go to jamaica did you mark no no went to yeah, really we didn't even get off the boat at, at the bahamas we <laughs> oh, stayed oh, on the boat the whole time um okay we, that was good yeah we, we we got off on uh coco k the 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 you know royal caribbean's you know nice oh, really boy, super clean nice. island oh, but boy. but yeah are there yeah. anything in all seriousness the the things i should watch out for because you know people were saying well you know the 
COVID's out there again and it's doing its thing. What what would be some of those symptoms? I don't have any. Let me just state that first right. for you my better not co-host have. over here. Yeah. But but better what not would, have any, Mark. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what would be some of those things that I would look for? You know, off the bat. Uh, you know the the the, um, the current virus we talked about for the Omicron mm-hmm. you know, virus now, which is an upper respiratory virus. You're you're seeing uh, sinus congestion, okay, uh, sore thro- sore throat, mm-hmm. uh, some cough, some coughing, some fever. Right. So fever, congestion, sore throat, sinus pain, and sinus congestion. The current um, COVID um, you know illness looks like a kind of like a sinus infection with a, with a sore throat okay got it so that's kind of that's, that's kind of what you look for hey take some extra vitamin c for a couple well of days. i have you know, and I'm, I'm, i drink the powder good. stuff so i was going to oh, double good, up good. i do that first thing in the morning all year long and it tends to help me yeah. with colds and stuff so uh hey, i'll, I'll that, double up that on that multi, take that multivitamin every day too okay multivitamin so that's that's really good hey and make sure you get your flu shot too i've read an article that says that if you get flu shot can reduce the chances of uh, illness and alzheimer's significantly over time so interesting get your flu get your flu shot your multivitamin your vitamin c and get plenty of rest and eat and eat uh, you know eat well and eat uh, healthy foods take two lots of aspirins it. and call them lots in the morning <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You Always appreciate right, good, you. Good talk to you guys. You good. too. When we, when we come back, we're going to be talking about how uh, certain foods that you eat can promote and spike depression Interesting. Risk. Yeah, we'll talk about that oh, coming I hope up. comfort food doesn't have the opposite effect. Today's recipe will not fall in that category. Okay, good. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. And don't forget about their Throwback Thursdays. That's when they roll those prices back. You can get some extra great savings on Thursdays. Today's recipe is one that just screams fall, and it might be one that you'll want to keep on standby for your Thanksgiving meal because it's a scalloped sweet potato au gratin, Mm. and it's delicious. You're going to preheat your oven to 400 degrees, and you're going to uh, pull the leaves off some thyme stem. Fresh thyme is really important for this recipe, two tablespoons full. Uh, Discard the stems and roughly chop the leaves. You're going to place your cream and your cornstarch in a small bowl. Whisk it very well, adding your butter, your garlic, your thyme, uh, one and a fourth teaspoons of salt, a half a teaspoon of pepper, and then heat it over the stovetop or in the microwave just until the buttermilk melts, and then turn off the heat and whisk it again. Peel and slice three pounds of sweet potatoes one by one. Slice them into very thin rounds and arrange them in a 9 by 13 inch bake dish. Uh, Make a pretty pattern out of it because uh, it's going to look beautiful if you do. Then you're going to pour some of the cream mixture over the potato slices in the pan so it doesn't brown while you work on the other potatoes. And then repeat until all the sweet potatoes are sliced and arranged in your bake dish. Bake it for 30 minutes. Sprinkle it with Parmesan and then bake another 10 minutes and it will be beautiful and golden brown. Uh, serve it warm and it's even great as a leftover as well. It is a all gratin sweet potato and they get in beautiful sweet potatoes out of the Carolinas at FNL this time of year. Go check it out and find this recipe on Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. It's brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. 
Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh ground chuck, $3.98 a pound, frozen family pack drumsticks, $98 cents a pound. Whole boneless New York strips sliced for free, $6.98 a pound. Fresh Boston butts are $1.98 a pound. And Nathan's hot dogs are $3.98 for a 12-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it real good. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Uh, You absolutely are. One of my favorite Geico commercials. (laughs) It's a good one. Uh, We've been talking a lot uh, lately about some of the information that's coming out about well, for example, artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Um, we we did another story yesterday where it was saying uh, women who drank uh, or, or consumed artificial sweeteners while they were pregnant, mm-hmm. uh, the sons in particular are more prone to autism. That study just came out. Yeah. Um, apparently, depression risk spikes for those who eat certain unhealthy foods. And scientists are saying this is not a coincidence. Mm. Ultra processed foods, especially artificial sweeteners, are linked to higher depression rates, particularly in women. That bag of chips or slice of frozen pizza might make you happy while you're eating it, but it can make you susceptible to sadness long after the last bite. This new study published in JAMA, Open Network found that eating ultra-processed foods contribute to a higher risk of depression. Mm-hmm. Researchers from uh, Brigham and Women's University and the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, gee, wonder who funded that, <laughs> analyzed the dietary choices and mental health for more than 31,000 women between 42 and 62 years of age. The data came from the Nurses' Health Study conducted between 2003 and 2017. All participants filled out a food questionnaire every four hours disclosing whether they had consumed ultra-processed foods or not. They were grouped into nine categories, ultra-processed grain foods, sweet snacks, ready-to-eat meals, fats, and sauces. Ultra-processed dairy products, savory snacks, processed meats, beverages, and artificial sweeteners. Ultra-processed foods are those that include preservatives, stabilizers, bulk and gelling agents, as well as artificial colors and flavors. They're generally the types of food that are shelf-stable for years to come. (laughs) Wow. That's already a problem. Yeah. You know, ultra-processed foods, um, especially like, you know, 
chips, mm-hmm. candies, frozen TV dinners, chicken nuggets, sodas, sugar-filled cereals, package groups. Not just the ad, the hot water type. Those are all my food groups. What are you talking <laughs> I know, about? Right. Uh, <laughs> to gauge the mental health status, they use two different uh, definitions. One was a strict definition requiring self-reported clinical diagnosed depression and regular antidepressant use, and two, a broad definition requiring clinical diagnosis and or antidepressant use. And, you know, more people are using antidepressants than they ever have. Yeah. And yeah. it just makes you wonder, if it, is it because of, of the way our food has changed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From one chemical dependence to another. It says one possible reason is that artificial sweeteners cause chemical changes in the brain. I believe that, yeah. Yeah, they can trigger development of depression. Those with the that had the highest intake of ultra-processed foods had a 34 to 49 percent increase in the risk of depression, hmm. and they say they weren't surprised by the findings at all. I I'm not surprised by it, but this is what this is what does surprise me. You know, you've got all these freaky tiki's out there wanting us to get rid of. You know, they don't want us to to eat meat anymore right they want us to eat lab meat right i mean what do you if you if they we've got this information coming out what do you think lab meat's going to do to your brain sure no thank you you're you're you know i can't believe it the impossible burger can you believe it's not a burger yes i can can you believe it's not butter absolutely i can believe it's not butter you know why because it's not butter so what do you call someone that suffers from mad cow, but it came from a plant-based meat? Mad plant? Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seriously, poor though. Nancy. It's just, it's terrible. Hmm. It says our brain is just as vulnerable, if not more vulnerable, than other parts of our body to the negative effects of non-nutritive food additives i've said it before on the show and i'll say it a thousand times over Mm -hmm. we are the fattest malnourished country Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. because of because of the stuff that we eat yeah it's ridiculous Mm. i was listening to a podcast yesterday about living sustainably and and you know growing your foods and and things like that and uh the, the lady that was doing it said People, a lot of people since the pandemic mm-hmm. have started gardens and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. started gardens and wanting to live more simply. Mm-hmm. And while some of it is fear motivated, which I don't think that has long lasting terms and motivation to do that, yeah. a lot of it is because they don't trust the American food system anymore. Right, the food supply. Right. And they want to eat more nutritious foods. Mm hmm. Which is why we've always done it. That's why we eat venison mm-hmm. more than we eat other forms of, of meat. meat. Right. And that's why we grow our foods. Hard to get venison on a on a ship. Actually, if you were on the right ship, it wouldn't be. Venison is, is very, I mean, there are venison farms mm-hmm. in uh, in the UK. Are there? Okay. Yeah, you pay dearly for a nice piece ah, of venison. I, I saw what you did there. <laughs> you see what I did yeah, there? I paid dearly. Uh-huh. Ah. $89 I'm for waking a plate up. of uh, oh, really? wow. uh, on um, at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. And that was 10 years ago. Oh, I don't know what it would cost now. Wow. But yeah, you, cow, can, you can literally go to the butcher and get a beautiful filet of, of venison there. I said, holy cow. It's really not cow. It's no. It's dearly. Holy venison. They play dearly for it. <laughs> 
See how I did there? I just kind of slipped it in. Puns done well. That's what we're about here on the morning jam. <laughs> I'm sure they weren't done well on Friday and he Monday. He actually controlled himself. Did he? I was I was we're, pretty pretty proud of him. We're not talking about Jeff Taylor. We're talking about Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff I mean, did a great job from what I heard. <laughs> he he had he had one or two dad jokes, but oh, by Jeff and large okay. no. Oh Trey. Trey. No. By and large he behaved himself. Okay. And I'll take it. Did he eat the carrot cake I left him in the fridge? I don't know. You know that you he know ate that the sausage bis- balls I bought yesterday. Well, you know that biscuits and gravy that we left in there three months ago? Still there? It's still in the fridge. And I'll bet you it's still in, in great shape. And you know why? Because it's ultra-processed food. That's why. <laughs> Nougat later. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WIQO.